<laughs> is it you to fire me? Nobody sent me. I volunteered. And not to put too fine a point on this, but that mess that you created in Moscow that resulted in getting one of our best people murdered, you earned all this smoke, brother. Are you seriously under the impression that just because you stripped me of my titles, I relinquished my DNA? Be careful, Fury. And you wonder why you're out. I'm Nick Fury. Even when I'm out, I'm in. I'm Griffin. I'm Molly. And we're going into the Superverse! Coming at you this week with a discussion on the latest Disney Plus Marvel series, Secret Invasion. We haven't had a series to discuss in a while. Yeah. At least um, not a new one. actually forgetting what the last series was. Loki. Straight up She-Hulk. No, Loki. She-Hulk. Loki, that was... That was, that was a long time ago, Graf. <laughs> You're saying it like that. That was two years ago that Loki came out. I was just seeing something about Loki. I think because season, season two is coming out. Yeah, the first one to get a season two. Well, this was an anticipated installment that's been in the pipeline for a long time. I remember they announced it at like their uh, Disney's like Investor Day presentation that they did, I think back in 2020, where they announced... This, alongside, like, most of the new slate, including stuff that still has yet to come out, like the the Don Cheadle series, Um, and everyone was really pumped because, you know, we've, in the the movies and in the shows, have had a bit of an absence of Nick Fury uh, ever since, you know, honestly, even before Phase 3 ended, you know, Fury was not a big part of the last two Avengers movies, he kind of fell off the map after Age of Ultron, so... And then, do we even know who he was the whole time? In some ways, no. So, this was, like, really hyped up as, like, a kind of paranoid mystery thriller. Um, they drew comparisons to, like, the Americans and uh, Homeland... And they had a, a writer and executive producer from Mr. Robot, which is not a show that we have watched, but a show that people really like um, on board helping run the whole production. I could see that, those influences. Yeah. Especially the Americans. Yeah. But we just have the added, um, like, Mission Impossible style. Are they wearing a mask? Will we ever know? Indeed. Is it polyjuice potion? We don't know. <laughs> it could be. A classic cop-out. Well, it was polyjuice, so. I heard it every time. <sighs> well, yeah, it I... was the... What? Whatever they're called. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Well, that's my issue <laughs> with, the, with the show, is that it's, uh, it's forgettable. I was going to say Kree, but it's not Kree. The Skrulls. Skrulls. The Kree are the ones that want to kill the Skrulls. I know. I was just saying I not. couldn't remember yeah, their yeah, name. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I just got to say, uh, we watched this show pretty quickly. Uh, we watched the first episode, I want to say, like, when it came out. 
Um, and then we didn't. And then we didn't watch any of it until it ended. Because Griffin refused. Yeah. So I didn't really love this. And it's honestly weird for me to say it because, like, there there are things that I like. But we've had a while to simmer after we finished it. We probably watched the... Well, I was just going to say we did watch five episodes in, like, one day. We did. So it wasn't that, all bad. No. And that, it, like, it does... There were things that, like, made me want to keep watching. Um, and we'll go, like... I think we'll go, like, episode by episode. Um, I liked but, watching it. I didn't think it was a groundbreaking show, but nobody asked for it to be. Right. For me, it was, like, the time since we finished watching it and just, like, thinking about the story. The longer it simmers, the more I'm, like... Something went something went wrong with this show, and I, I want to talk it like about fell it. Flat. It fell to me very flat with the potential that it had. I mean, I do empathize that it's like really hard to make a show about people pretending to be other people and like that not getting old or boring. Right. Yeah, like that is true, but I also like have questions for like there was always like a lot of as soon as this was announced and it was announced to be a Disney plus show, people were like, Hmm, because when he announced it, Kevin Feige was like, aside from like civil war, secret invasion is like one of the biggest, like comic crossover events in history. Like it was a big thing where it's like, you had like Avengers and X-Men who were like, unveiled Did not scrolls. feel like that. In fact, it intentionally was like, no, we're not getting everyone involved. We're keeping it tight. Right. Which to me, like I get it because you're going to do a show. The scope was not going to be that ever. Well, and it was, it like, was okay, like cool. Nick Fury's like big thing. Right. Like we haven't had a Samuel L. Jackson like solo project. Right. Exactly. So like or Maria Hill, and we still didn't get that, did we? Not that anyone was asking for that. <laughs> Sorry, Maria. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Robin. The, uh, the Robin Sparkles fans out there. I'm gonna come to her defense later. That's fine. Um, I just. Uh, yeah, I, like, even knowing that, like, the scale of the show was going to be small, and it was, like, a Nick Fury vehicle, great, because he deserved that. He had been around since since day one of this MCU shit. Um, there were just, like, a lot of, like, really, like, mind-boggling decisions made in the writing of this show, and the way that, the st- one, the story that they decided that they wanted to tell over the six episodes, the way that they told that story... And then the way that they ended the story, I'm just like, I have a lot of questions. I feel like for you, it's like hearkening back to the plot lines in the Captain America TV show. And that's why you don't like it. It felt like in Um, that same vein. Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think I had some similar qualms with that show yeah. that I do here, and we'll we'll talk to we'll talk about it as we go through the. Episodes. I feel like the archetypes of the bad guys, quote unquote, are very similar. Yeah, like they're working from the same outline. Yeah, I mean, it's possible that AI wrote this. Uh, honestly, <laughs> because the beginning is AI drawn. Yeah, and so I and people I was, were already freaking out about that, so. The timing was also impeccably bad for, for them to be doing for AI, that. AI, let's... Not, not great, not great. Let's have the biggest corporation Start. that could be setting the tone for all TV shows and movies to come, coming out strong with the AI. Now, I have to say I liked it. It looked good. It's it's fine. It's fine. Well, like, yeah, why did, I why mean, did it have to be AI, though? It didn't need to be. I'm they not could've... saying I'm supporting the AI. <laughs> I'm just saying it did look good. Yeah, it's cool. Like The aesthetics were cool. 
but also if you hadn't told me that it was AI, I'd be like, that's really a fucking cool like beginning intro. Like I haven't seen one like that, honestly. It was pretty unique. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, why? Why? Anyway. Um, we support SAG AFTRA and the WGA. Of course. Goes without saying. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. Well, <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, something that also, like, stood out to me when I was, like, thinking about it, and I'm not, I'm also, like, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that, like, it might sound like I'm just, like, hopping on the train with everybody else because the show was not very well received. I did not see, like, anything about this show. These are my thoughts. I'm really, uh, I am very prone to going on the internet and absorbing people's well, opinions. clearly you know that people don't like it. I, I know that now, <laughs> but I watched it first, and at the at the end of the last episode, when I was like, why are they doing this now? That was all me, and that's what, that's what started all of this. It's all griff. You're getting all griff today. I feel like I'm the counterweight right now. I'm be. normally the ranter. I know. I'm ranting. I didn't, like, have strong feelings about it, which I guess is partly well, what you're saying. I didn't, I didn't like... Like Molly just said, we watched five episodes in a row. And in over those five episodes, I was, like, enjoying it. But, like, yeah, it's just, I, it just felt like it, it started and ended. And there were, like, a couple little, like, highs and lows in those episodes. But, like, there wasn't, you know, there weren't, like, a lot of, like, big moments. Not to say that everything in the MCU needs to be, like, you know, always contributing to the bigger narrative. But, like... I can't. See, none I feel of this like there is was going some big to. Stuff. I mean, the first episode, how it ends, is huge. Yeah, but like, and then it's kind of like, like okay, <laughs> what's gonna? I just don't. You know, nothing's gonna come back. I, the the Marvels is not going to deal with this. Right, it's just not going to. But I also think like they can't. They literally can't go too big with it because it's like it's kind of like the issue with Shield. It's and like what was going on with that TV show. It's like. They can't have this show, like, impacting everything else because, like, and and maybe they are going to, but, like, introducing fucking scrolls, like, kind of ruins the MCU. Yeah, well... And so, like, I think they wanted to keep it tight. Yeah, but, like... And, just, and self-contained. Just, the, like, the way I'm seeing it play out is, like, the show is self-contained, but we leave off knowing what we know about the scrolls the and the president's opinions on the scrolls. Right, that I think that's all good. But like based on like how it's been going with the movies, well, when are we gonna hear about this? Let's, let's a fucking, get to that. There's a celestial sticking out of the ocean. No one's talking I about mean, that who shit. Who doesn't have one, you know? Well, it's a landmark. We got a point. We got one in the lake down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um enough enough ranting. I'll I'll continue probably. I we just also as a positive like to say that I really enjoyed all of the acting in this, which is, I think, can pull me into any show or movie, is if I really like the acting. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm all in. Oh, yeah. Like, let me say that. There was uh, some iffy agree. accent work a couple of times, mainly by the main guy. I just, like, didn't know where he was from or, like, what accent he was, like, doing. Yeah, I think in one of the episodes <laughs> we were like, wait, what just happened? He just, like, changed <laughs> his accent. Like, I'm pretty sure he's British. Yeah. The actor. I'm going to... And I think he was, like, using his natural accent, but I think maybe naturally when he gets angry, it comes out, like, more, um, like, I don't know what the regions are, but, like... Yeah, I I don't know. Something was going on there, though, for sure. Like, a little, like, poorer class. Like, it kind of was coming out, like, before where he kind of sounded a little posh. A little posh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, 
But for, I, Amelia Clark, great. Olivia Coleman. Oh, yeah. Like, the cast was stacked, Sam, and they all did a good Sam job. L. Ben, ben Mendelsohn, best part of the I, show. Well, that was sad, yeah. We'll Though, I don't know who the woman was that was playing his wife, but loved her. Haven't, I don't know if I've seen her in anything else. I think her um, name is Char, Charlene. Charlene I was, Woodard. I was really impressed with Amelia Clark because I feel like I've been like mixed on her performances since Game of Thrones, and this is like one of the best things I think she's done since Game of Thrones. I thought Gaia was like a little underwritten, but she did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked her. She has not had a lot of luck post Game of Thrones, um, which I always I always feel bad when that happens. I mean, honestly, none of them have had like none of them are popping off right now. I feel like Richard Madden's doing well. Yeah, it's but I like guess. he's, know, he's doing he's doing fine. He's doing fine. What about what's his name? Who uh, Kit Harrington? Yeah, fine. Bit part in Eternals. Jason Momoa is doing the best. Oh, Jason I mean, Momoa. You basically forget that he's even. Jason Momoa is I mean, doing great. Pedro Pascal. Like, there's certainly some winners the, the, the out of there. The main cast, yeah, though? Yeah, the main cast. Yeah. Like, Sansa, we're not seeing... She's doing well. Yeah. Well, you know, we're not seeing Arya Stark in anything. We're I know. Brand, I think she know, does this, a lot of British stuff. I think so, too. But... Speaking anyway. from an American's perspective. <sighs> Sean Bean still dying out there, you yep. know? Always will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I only, I, I have, like, a smattering of notes for each episode, um, and I'm not going to, like, remember all of the plot beats. But are we going to try and go episode Yeah, I episode? think so. I think we'll start off with episode one. Um, we find obviously. out that Soren, his wife, died. Yeah, that's a... Off screen. It's a bummer, right? Yeah. So she seemed pretty cool. I liked the beginning, I liked the first scene a lot. It's, um, Ben Mendelsohn, but he's imitating, um... What's his name? Oh, Ross. Um, actually, no. He's he's talking to Ross. He's imitating somebody else. Okay. Um, but somebody else is imitating Ross. One of the yes. One of the rebel army yeah, people, yeah. and they like, and we think we don't know. We know that obviously one of them's a scroll. We mm-hmm. don't know that both of them are. And then, like, we see Ross get killed immediately and then obviously turn into a squirrel. Yeah, like, but I, I just thought that was, like, a really good intro. It felt like a spy. I felt like we were in a spy show. Yeah. To right me, off the bat. It's yeah. not a good tone, I think, for mm-hmm. the show. I agree. And I, I wish we had kept up more of, like, the the scroll reveals. There were surprisingly few. They needed, like, more heisty plot lines. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to retrieve this. We have to stop this. Which they there were. They were retrieving stuff. They were... Stopping attacks or, like, whatever, but there wasn't enough, like... Well, actually, I, I think... I was just about to say there weren't enough, like, of Fury's spies, but we've learned that those were his spies, and they have turned on him. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we kind of, like, jump in, you know, like, the, the, the plot has already started, and Nick Fury is kind of, like, late to the party. There's... The, the scrolls are already, like, inciting terrorist attacks, like, throughout the world because they're trying to instigate a world war that will result in the scrolls being able to, to take over Earth because they need a new home. Um, Talos has been kicked off the scroll council. Gravik has taken his place kind of as, like, the uh, more militant leader. Well, and we're learning more about the scrolls, like, living amongst us. Yeah. 
basically, and having their own government and mm-hmm. systems and, and they're stuff. And they're all living in, like, this old, like, nuclear reactor in Well, Russia. that's fairly new, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're right. New Skrullos, they call yeah. it. It's very Last of Us vibes. I got uh, very District 9 vibes. Not you ever, that familiar. You ever seen District 9? I might have. Is that Does that have robots in it? Um... There are some robots, but it's mostly about aliens. It's like aliens what arrive they, on like, Earth and they aliens? get. They kind of look like shrimp. I, we've had this well, conversation before. They, I think I'm thinking of Cloverfield. The aliens get like put in like a camp, basically, mm-hmm. kind of like a, like they're in like in a walled city in like South Africa, and they're like very like, yeah. And this kind of reminded me of it, just like, it's very dreary. Kind of sad and obviously not what any of the scrolls wanted when they were envisioning a new place to live. But I can't stress enough, like, Fury really dropped the ball. It's a 30-year gap where yeah. he was supposed to be finding a new home, and he wasn't doing shit. Or at least telling them and Carol it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, Carol, I mean, we're all mad at Carol, I think. She is, <laughs> if she's, she's like... She's, like, maybe the worst. When she showed up <laughs> in the Marvels and everyone's like, we hate you. Like, <laughs> I mean, no that's one, what's gonna no happen. one is on her side right now. Oh, yeah. Like, she barely helped in Endgame. Yeah. You're late, first of all. She's late. She late to the party. Stuff A lot of stuff got blown up before she got there. <laughs> Not to say that she didn't help, but... Oh, we also meet... Well, you know, we, we see Don Cheadle again, which is nice. He's such a fucking narc. I was so mad at him all... Show and then obviously we find out that it's not really him. Like, but I was ready to be mad at him because I have not forgiven him for Sokovia. Okay, I mean, I'm just putting that out there. Fair. He's and he's always been like a hard ass, but like you can tell that like the the scroll that took over for for Rhodey was like okay, so this is the kind of guy he is, and then like went too hard. (laughs) Right. Like I'm not saying it's not totally out of character for him to be doing some of this, but it's he went a little little overboard. Um, How long has Fury been missing, by the way? Because he returns on they a never, spaceship. They never say. But, like, what, do you, what, is, what is your guess? Because when was the last time we okay. see him on Earth? So, we Not see him... Not in Spider-Man. That's fake Fury. We see him at um, Tony Stark's funeral. That's the last time we actually see him on Earth. Which one is where we get fake Fury? Yeah, you're right. That, that was Which, Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah. Which is, in this timeline, roughly... How long ago? So if the... That's post-snap. 2023. So it was Spider-Man Far From Home took place in either 2023 or 2024. Because that was like the five years. Five years happened in 2018. He's basically been there since post-snap. Yeah. It kind of seems like he came back. He got unsnapped, went to Tony Stark's funeral. I think that was not, actually him. Not very adju- well and adjusted. And then was like, I'm going to go to space. To do what? The Tony Stark project? The the shield around Earth? Is that what they're doing? I don't know. They've never told us. I feel like they did kind of say it, and I just didn't really pay attention. I mean, maybe. Um, He said, like, he was working on, like, XYZ project. Yeah. He did say it. Yeah, okay. I don't remember. They're, but they still are, like, very weirdly vague about it. It almost, it almost feels like they were setting up something else when he went to space, and then, like, plans changed. It's it's the way that they did it is very weird to me. Yeah. It's like in the movies, yeah, they set up him being in space four years ago, IRL, like in real time. <laughs> like yeah. That's, and then it just kind of ends with him like coming back and then going to space again. We're all like, okay. Well, now he's going back to like work at a deal with the Cree, which it could be very interesting. I like that they left that yeah. for yeah. us. Um, 
Is it Patrick Do- Domer? Doomer? Dormer? What? The president? I like Dormer. Him. Wait, what? Wait. I think that's his name. Patrick. Are you talking about the actor Do- or the. The or actor. The character. The actor is. Yeah, I, Dermot. Dermot. Dermot Mor. Patrick Mer- Dermot? Moroni. Moroni. Oh. Why did I say Patrick? I don't know. <laughs> well, I love him. I think he was a great choice for the president. Oh, yeah. I thought he was really good. Um, I also think it's really funny how, how little we see the president in the Marvel Universe. It's appropriate. It would like, be annoying if he was yeah, in it all the time. We saw there was like a lot of the president in Iron Man 3, and that was pretty much the last time we saw any oh, politicians. Right. Uh, now, we have, now we have a new guy. I remember in Luke Cage, they like made some mention about like, Obama, and then everybody was like, wait, what? <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, they just didn't give a shit. I like it when they don't have... like someone that direct in it and it's just like the military or whatever mm-hmm. representing the president's interests indeed which is probably more accurate anyway uh and also like we get to meet olivia coleman who's another one of the best parts of this show love her love her character oh yeah she's like in that perfect gray area between good and bad yeah fantastic perfect. addition to the cast she's she's kind of got val energy yes or, like, what she's going to bring, maybe, to if she's in other stuff. It's like, I've got my own agenda. Sometimes it might align with the good people, and sometimes it won't, and that's fine. Agreed. I like characters like that. Yeah, and Olivia Coleman elevates everything that she's in. It's like Vanessa Kirby in Mission Impossible. Yes, precisely. Sometimes she'll do good, sometimes she'll do bad. She's in it for herself. Mostly bad <laughs> for her. Yeah, and, you know, at least, like, Olivia Coleman's working for... Like, she's uh, an official, like, government agent. Vanessa Kirby is just, like, <laughs> in it enti- 100% for herself. Um, I didn't expect that... I mean, like, as soon as we start talking about, like, Talos' family and stuff, I'm like, obviously, Amelia Clark is playing his daughter. Okay, but actually, then, I said that. I even wrote it in my notes. I think Amelia is the daughter. Okay. You probably said that obviously. when we were watching. Yes. Credit where credit Obviously is due. Obviously, that's... But I wasn't expecting them to actually reveal it in the first episode. I don't... Did they? They did. I have a I have a note that says um, they're, like, talking about Talos' daughter, and they're like, this is... Yeah, it's not, like, a secret, because she's there, like, when the bombs go off at the end of the episode, and we already know who it is. Right. Yeah. I couldn't remember when it was revealed. I know it's early, but yeah. I couldn't remember if it was, like, immediately after I wrote the note, and then it's like, this is... I think it's probably towards the end of the end of the episode... Um, but I, I'm not sure, you know. I didn't put timestamps on my on my notes. What do you think that says? Um, since when do they play chess? Yeah. I think that's <laughs> Nick and chess. Ben Mendelssohn. It makes sense, though. I'm just like, no. Actually, no. It doesn't make sense. I don't like it. Stop trying to take Dr. X oh. and Magneto's thing. Like, that's their thing is to play chess. You're not. You're not doing chess in this. Nick Fury doesn't play chess, okay? He's a man of action. You're not him. Stop trying to be him. I just, well, one, I, I don't think it makes sense. He's He does obviously have a plan and he thinks about things, but he is a man of action. He, like, does things. He's not sitting around in a chair. Sorry, Dr. <laughs> he doesn't have much of a choice in the matter. You know that? Like, making these, like, grandiose plans. Yeah. But what if he just likes to play chess? Whatever. We already have two chess players. They're not here yet. 
I mean, they've actually already been introduced. At least one of them. Sure. Fine. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've got your grievances. <laughs> I've got mine. <laughs> it's fair. Um, yeah, and we end this episode with uh, Maria Hill getting killed. I didn't even have a note about that. Um, I was first, shocked. First major mistake that this show made. I was shocked because I thought maybe we'll actually like her by the end of this show. And we don't even get that opportunity. So we're just stuck in this purgatory of Maria Hill. It's so... It's such a lackluster so end of a character that has been in every single movie, I think. Like, so much. Every... Not to get ahead of myself, only a little bit. Every character death in this series was underwhelming and left me wondering, like, was this the time? Uh, that's just how I felt. And it was like, after, yeah, after so many appearances that Maria Hill made throughout the movies, she showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for God's sake. She's everywhere. Um, and at no point are we ever getting to know her as a person. She's just like, this just beep boop. Like, I work for <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. Beep Here's, boop. Uh, we couldn't afford to pay Nick Fury. Clock in, clock out. Samuel Jackson couldn't do this, so, like, I'm here. Um, and then... I think they, like, read the internet and was like, oh, people don't like her. Or, like, they make fun of her. So, like, it's fine to kill her. But then it's but, like, no, we like to hate her. It's like, here's it's like here's your chance to, to give her a character. And also, right. you can't... And kill- then you cast someone as her mom? Yeah, Jumping ahead to episode that? two. Who's British? No impact on it. I don't think she was supposed to be British. Oh, yeah, that was another one. But I never looked it up, but I am 99% sure that this is the mom that plays Keira Knightley's mom and bend it like Becca that goes, let's dance. <laughs> It's an incredible crossover. Love her in Bend It Like Beckham. Hated her in this. Didn't know what her role was. Like, what? It's just so wild. Also, maybe she was supposed to be British. I don't, but why? It was just like, you you just said it. Like, maybe they realized audiences did not like Maria Hill. But then, if you're going to kill Maria Hill, that can't be like a, a, a pot driver for Samuel L. Jackson. Because nobody gives a shit. Also, he doesn't even give a shit. Like, he should be... he. That should have come up more. Yes. That she had died, and that was his, like, right-hand person. Yeah. It was just, like, they, like, wiped her, like, off the board for the plot, and they're like, let's move on. And I'm like, how is this not coming back to, like, haunt him? Right. Like, I know that this was, like, the whole crux of Avengers, but, like, Coulson is, like, barely in the MCU, and people still feel the impact of his death. Yes. She has been in so many things, and there is literally no impact of her death on anybody, including her quote-unquote best mate. Yeah, which is, like, just absolutely insane. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. And they did the same shit to Talos. Like, it's like these... I felt like there was more of an impact there. We also got a full burial of him, which was really a beautiful scene. Yeah, but, like, I still... Well, we'll get there. We got her getting her, like, military Casket, honors. But, like, but she's, like, like excommunicated from, like, the world. I, she's, like, not supposed to be in Russia. So, like, why would they have even done that? I don't know. Like, I don't think she's still in the military. Well, that's... We've also, like... 
Actually, I don't know what her they've, current they've role They've stumbled was. into this as soon as, like, Captain America the Winter Soldier happened and, like, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. people are now like, well, like, what, what are we doing now? And then there's, like, S.W.O.R.D., but that doesn't matter. And Saber now, the Nick Fury's doing in space, that doesn't matter well, either. Like, at the end of Spider-Man, she's with Nick Fury because she's also being scrolled or whatever you want to right. call it. But then in this movie, she's in Russia or wherever. I don't fucking know. I just, they don't know what to do with her. But, like, it, it was a disservice to her character and to the show to not have her at least participate in some more of it. And if they had to kill her, then they should have set it up better instead of trying to do it for shock value. But then there's no shock value because nobody cares. And it didn't matter. Yeah. So it was shocking. Like such a lame footnote. It was, but then it's like, for what? It like, was literally just for blackmail purposes later on. Yeah, and yeah, it didn't come back until like literally the last episode when they're like, oh, we'll reveal this footage. And it's like, well, and then, I don't know. It was just like so like thin, like they could have done something really cool with that and they just like didn't. I, I have to like, I should probably fact check this, but like um, I mentioned earlier that it was the Mr. Robot. He was a writer on several episodes of Mr. Robot, executive producer, who was, like, the showrunner. He didn't, like, direct and write all the episodes. But apparently, like, this show had, like, an insane budget, by the way. This cost, like, over $200 million. Well, the scrolls alone, like, I don't, that's a lot. And then they have the whole powers. But this was not, like, the show did not look very expensive, scrolls aside. But... I mean, I thought the scrolls looked good. I don't know if that was mostly makeup or CGI or what. The scrolls look great, but the rest of the show, there's, like... But the powers at the last episode, they, yeah, those no, look good. Right. Like, the scrolls and the powers are good. But I just mean, like, the rest of the show, like, the, the locations and the cinematography. Like, I it just mean I feel like that was expensive. Yes. I think you're right. Um, I, I saw that, like, there were a lot of reshoots and rewrites that were apparently after Kyle Bradstreet, the guy from Mr. Robot, did all of his stuff, which I feel like would have been more in line with, like, Mr. Robot as a show, which was, like, a very, like, you know, technological thriller, like, a lot of... Um, psychological stuff happening, paranoia, which was what was promised from the show. And then they brought in this other dude who had only ever worked on, he's worked on various things, I guess, but like he's mostly known for writing this movie with Mark Wahlberg called Broken City, which I've seen, and it's not good. <laughs> Apparently they did like four months of reshoots where this dude was like doing like big swaths of rewrites. And, like, that was the final product. Did they have to, like, walk back some of the Russia stuff? Well, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> changed. Some people have postulated that, like, the Harvest thing was part of the rewrites because that comes out of nowhere. Like, that that doesn't come up for, like, the first three episodes of the show. And then they start talking about it and how that's, like, Gravik's plan. But, like, that wasn't the plan at first. It was just inciting a war. And then all of a sudden it's like, there's Avengers DNA somewhere. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, where did this come from? Yeah. Um, but I, I have a lot of questions about, like, how that happens. And, of course, this being, you know, the background of the writer's strike and the bloat, the budget bloat that is I mean, this occurring. was done before the writer's strike. Yeah, but I just mean, like, the quality of the writing, and it that doesn't matter. It, it has that has no bearing. You're right. The writer's strike doesn't matter. Um, but the, the budget for me does, because a lot of people were making the comparisons after Oppenheimer came out, and they're like, this is like a... That costs $100 million to make Oppenheimer... And it, it somehow, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't... Okay, you're talking about apples and broccoli there. Like, they're very well, different. they are, but at the same... They are different, but I still can't see how it costs more than double that to make this show. I just... 
I can't even compare that. Also, you're talking about eight hours of content versus three hours of content, first of all. I mean, the show wasn't that long. I mean, I'm getting really pedantic here, but yeah. these were, they were short episodes. The last two episodes were like half an hour long, but it doesn't matter. I'm just ranting. Well, so we end off that first episode with, with Maria, and that's where we, we stopped watching for a bit, which was also on me. Because I, I kind of had said, like, I, I came out of that first episode kind of feeling how I did after, like, the first episode of um, Obi-Wan Kenobi that we watched. And I was like, well, this was, like, a, this is a, a fine start. And it definitely was better than that. Like, I still am, <laughs> I've never been, like, <laughs> go back and watch that Kenobi show. Um, but the second episode, I think the, the flashback that we start with, I was most, like, interested in, like, seeing that era. I thought it was really we cool. We get a lot of flashbacks for yeah. different times, which I like. We I like those track a lot. It a lot. And track where the scrolls are in, like, emotionally and, like, physically. Yeah. Because that was, like, it's such a big gap. Um, and I, I had kind of just figured that that wasn't a time period we were going to explore again. Because, of course, like, the Captain Marvel sequel wasn't going to be another prequel. But I was like, there's such, like, a gap between... Nick Fury, where we saw him in Captain Marvel and where we see him now, and the way that they explored, yeah, like that that time, I thought this was like a, a great avenue to do that. And seeing like the, the younger version of Gravik and like seeing like, you know, firsthand like what the scrolls were, were trying to do and how how Nick Fury was dropping the ball, which Maria Hill had already talked about in the first episode. Like she was like, You're not you're not here, like you're not present you're not helping anybody you're just yeah. like you're slowing isolating down yourself too. yeah um i don't like when daddies are fighting which no. Alice and nick are fighting so much of the movie even though they're on like the same team yeah but and they only have each other at this point but i you know i get it if i'm talus i'm i'm mad at nick too yeah like dude come on three decades of doing nothing and i, I didn't even think about it but like um, just people that have been like, there's literally like a secret city, like on earth, Wakanda. And it's like, no one could like ask to like, Hey, can we like get some of that tech? Like, I feel like the Wakandans would help. And then also my favorite, uh, is that the, the planet where Thanos was living. Right. They're like, nobody thought about that. They're like, Captain Marvel has literally been there and there's nothing there. It's an idyllic world. <laughs> so they, they could definitely squeeze a million scrolls in over there. Um, I haven't liked Rudy since Sokovia Accords. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who has? Fury's married. Yeah, that that's the biggest plot twist of the show. I thought that was a great plot line. Yeah. Loved seeing that. I was like, I want more of this. What are their dynamics? At first I was like, does he know that she's a scroll? Me too. I was like, uh, what are we doing? He must. I was like, how long have they been married again? Um, no, I don't think that long. No. I don't think, well, I don't know when they actually got married, but it seems like, you know, Nick Fury can't be tied down. <laughs> well, he's not, even though he is married. <laughs> right, so that's what I mean. I feel like they they have a loose relationship. They understand each other. So I feel like they probably haven't actually been married the whole time. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Maybe within, like, maybe, like, a little bit before the, the snap. Yeah, like post-Avengers. Yeah. Um... After I do, Shield blew up, he probably had some more free time. So, 
I was disappointed, though, that she doesn't feel like she can be herself when they're home alone together and they're private. It's weird, right? Well, it's a, it ends up being a plot point, but I was like, I feel like they should be showing us, like, an evolved version of the relationship and, like, letting the other scrolls, like, deal with that, like... Right. Like, that... I, I do think that would have been, like, good... St- like, parallel storytelling is that Nick Fury is, like, in a relationship with a scroll, and she is not hiding the fact that she is a scroll while right. they're, like, together. Yeah. And yet he's the one saying, like, it can't be done. Like, scrolls and humans can't live amongst each other. Yeah. So it, it does kind of go with his, like, rhetoric, I guess. Yeah. Like, he can't even make it work in his own house. Indeed. Um, she was awesome, though. She was maybe my new favorite... Like, my favorite character that has been introduced. Yeah, she was recently. great. She was really cool. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was, I was happy, like, what they did with her character. And it sounds like she's going to be back if they revisit whatever they've introduced. Like, I mean, I can only hope that, like, whatever, like, the Marvels deals with, which I think is, like, another, like, the villain's going to be, like, a Kree. Like, we're going to see Nick Fury in that, so, like... Is she just going to be, like, up there on the space station with him? Like, that'd be cool. I think, I mean, she's supposed to be, like, in charge of the peace talks, which is a great move, because she's very, she'd be awesome at that. Yeah, like, I I hope that they, like, actually, like, carry through and not just, yeah. I felt like it was, it should have been a bigger deal, the fact that she was, like, Gravik's, like, step-parent, essentially, or, like, you know, he was kind of her ward when his parents were killed. Yeah, I thought they were. And that they had this connection. yeah. Like, I thought they were going to have, like, a confrontation somehow or, like, a discussion with Gravik being, like, I thought you were, like, helping us, but, like, you're just, like, with this guy who's, like, not... He's, like, so complacent. I thought that he was going to be, like, fine, I'll do it myself, and then they were going to have a conversation, then he couldn't even kill her and, like, show that he's, like, a hypocrite. Yeah. Because he's been, like, yelling at everybody. He yeah. really was losing it. I thought he was such a great character the first, like, four episodes... And then the last two, I was, like, very disenchanted by him as a villain or not even a villain, but just, like, as a character. I can't... Yeah. Marvel can't help themselves. Like, I, I think it's, like, the classic conundrum, which you already said, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing. When the villain gets too sympathetic, they have to make them into something, like, completely irredeemable, which is what they did with, like, Carly in yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're like, oh, well, she has a point, but now we're going to make her, like, bomb this place, and now you... I think they should have continued making him sympathetic and then still kill him. Like, they did it perfectly with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Like, they made him very sympathetic, but also, like, yeah, he kind of had to die. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's 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 either... Like, like he's irredeemable, but he is so redeemable <laughs> like, yeah. at the same time. Like, it can happen. Like, yeah, exactly, like... At the at Black Panther's conclusion, like Killmonger failed in his plan, but it's still his actions still like compelled T'Challa and Wakanda to like change their ways because he was kind of like the the living incarnation of like what they've done wrong in the past. Um, Which I think this is too. Like I think Gravik's impact is making change. Like I think it re invigorated fury to like work out this thing with the Cree or whatever. Yeah. Like without Gravik, like no one is pushing fury. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. So I do think that was good. And I, I did really like his intro. Yeah. Gravik's. He was really intimidating. He was really scary. Yeah. Good actor. Um, he's in the Barbie movie. Yeah. He's just Ken. <laughs> um, 
the kind of like scroll council that we have, I think is really cool. Where we're, we're seeing like all of these like and they're all well, they're not all world leaders because like the shooter McGavin guy he's like a Tucker Carlson like yeah. that's his thing which they I love seeing influence. him in this yeah um, and I just I just thought like that that scene was really cool and the way that like the one was she like the British Prime Minister was like not she's like I'm not about this and she. She wasn't the British Prime Minister. I don't know who she was representing. Oh, Oh, no, it was the British Prime Minister that, like, gets killed, and she's not a scroll. Well, first, the British... No. The the British Prime Minister was, like, the one that, like, helped the coup. Oh, right, right, right. Which she is a scroll. But then later, like, they've already switched her back, and then... Yeah, then she she gets shot. Which sucks. Um... Seeing Olivia Coleman uh, cut that dude's finger off... Pretty, pretty gnarly. Gnarly. And I thought it was funny that, like, because he was a scroll, I was like, I feel like they care, they're, like, circumventing some of, like, the ratings guidelines because they're like, see, it's so not a real too. finger. <laughs> um, I was like, are we really doing the super soldier serum plot again? But I guess it's not technically super soldier, but it's, like, basically. Yeah, it's close enough, though. And I it? don't like it. I did not like the Harvest plot line. Yeah, well, I wanted to say, because I, I might rant again. This this was Fuck one of my lot. favorite action sequences in the show is after Olivia Coleman is like, oh, toodle-doo, I'm going to like go through this escape hatch. And then Gravik like, comes into that place and starts like kicking ass. He like impales a guy on a meat hook. I'm like, oh, this is, this is very fun. I, I enjoy this. And this was like the vibe of like this scene is what I wish the whole show had kept up. Like very shady like backroom dealings yeah. like high level government officials doing really fucked up stuff that no one's supposed to know about which the first episode had a lot of that too with like Nick intentionally being caught by Olivia yeah. Coleman's people or I'm like give me more stuff that like reminded me of like the first scene in the original Mission Impossible movie like it's dark out people it's all it's all mysterious like people I mean, in the they're shadows already in killed. a great setting being in Russia where things have to be done quietly anyway yeah yeah and, yeah, as the show progresses and it starts to get more bombastic, I'm like, you're losing it. Like, I, I, if I had had um, rewrite powers on this show, I would have been like, get rid of the harvest. We're not doing this. Yeah, I didn't like that. I also didn't understand the thing at the end where they had, like, all of those beds of people. What was that? Just more s- scrolls? I guess. Like, but humans yeah, being... They're, like, the, the ones that are being impersonated, but, like, it's still so weird. Yeah. Like, I don't... Uh, episode three. I was really worried Amelia was dead. That would have been... I think as soon as she got shot, I was like, there's no way Amelia Clark signed on to do this role if she gets shot and <laughs> killed that early. Um, that would have been... That would have been insane. That would have been very bold. Um... I really liked the whole characterization of Talos. Like, his... I feel like we we really understood his values the whole time. And knowing that, I think we should have seen the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. I mean, he, he had, like, that idealistic mindset that was just so incompatible with... Both, like, Gravik himself, obviously, but, like, the more, like, Gravik is, like, a presence and, like, the leader, like, more and more people are sympathizing with him, and Talos is kind of, like, looked as 
archaic. Like, his yeah. his viewpoint is just not really what they need anymore. Like, he's such a good person and, like, and so separate from Fury, which is so interesting why they're, like, good, like, best friends, basically. I mean, I, I kind of have thoughts on Talos, like, for the next couple of episodes. Um, that one, like, in the next episode... Um, he, I feel like he's, he's so sad. Like he's continuing to prove to, I don't even know who that like the scrolls aren't bad people. Like that is what he, he's like so worried about what people will think of those scrolls. And like, that is going back to like some some history there with like his people and like even their first introduction in um captain marvel where like they are being described a certain way and he has been holding that reputation his whole life that like the kree have made them out made the scrolls out to be the the enemy and i think he's still holding on to that and so he's like i will not kill somebody because i don't want people to think that scrolls will kill people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have to show what scrolls are, and that is, like, we are good people. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. And I and his answer to Gaia is so weak, and it's like, oh, he's dead because he's too weak for this, like, mm-hmm. war. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's my thoughts sad, on episode three. <laughs> I didn't so have anything sad. else. I don't even remember what happens in episode three. That was, like, where... Gravik is trying to, like, launch a missile at the UN aircraft, and they have to, like, go to that guy's house. Oh, yeah. That was dark. Yeah, but I, I liked that. I liked that scene a lot. And, um, of course, I was like, a submarine. This is so Mission Impossible, dead reckoning. <laughs> I was like, goddamn. Um, I also couldn't tell at first if the military guy was, like, just a military guy that was sympathetic to the scrolls movement or if he was actually a scroll. Because, yeah. like, the way the sun was reacting was odd. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool if he, like, wasn't. If he was just, like, yeah, like... Well, what? until I, like, he was killed. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, also, I had a note, like, I don't remember the context, but, like, there, there's another flashback in this episode of, like, 1998 and they talk about Drakov. And I can't remember why, but I was like, oh, that's, like, a fun little note. Yeah. And then, of course, we have... Um, that random dude from Black Widow pop up for 30 seconds later in the show. Which we I, were just talking about that. Like, is this guy ever going to come back to anything? I had a note that I was, like, I was like, LOL, this would be funny if this was the only scene he was in. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> that, that was actually it. <laughs> no. I feel like the first couple episodes is when we get the most spice up with Amelia Clark. Cause she is like a double agent, which yes. is very exciting. And then I love double agent the cover shit. gets blown so early I know. and then she like fucks off for like an episode. Yeah. But I, I love a double agent thing. It's so stressful. So stressful. I also had a note that I was like, cause Gravik has the extremists, which, um, it's really funny that like that, there was like some guy with extremists in the background of Shang-Chi, like when they're at that fight club. And just to remind everyone, that's the Iron Man 3 stuff. Yes, which is such like a interesting thing because when Iron Man 3, or after Iron Man 3 came out, everybody was like, why doesn't everybody have extremists? Well, obviously it'll kill you, but well, in, 50/50. in certain amounts, <laughs> yeah, it's like really? Like no one else has tried this shit? And then like now it geez, just keeps popping up in random places. Uh, but when I typed it into my notes app, I was like, graphics got that extremist in them, but then it auto-corrected it to extremism. And I was like, also that. <laughs> yeah. And of course, yeah, Gaia survived that gunshot yes. because she had the extremists as well. Right. Very convenient. 
Um, is that really roadie? I'm on episode four. Yes, me too. Me too. It's not. It's not. Um, I was like, I knew he was being more of an he's asshole being than usual. Really mean. Or if I was like, if this isn't really roadie, he's like doing this intentionally to like protect Fury somehow. Yeah, playing some forty chess. You see, he was playing chess. Yes. But he wasn't. He I was also just a jerk. Not not at this point, but I think in the last episode, I was like, "How has no one like checked Rhodey? He was being like he was talking to like that woman who was like probably his superior in the military, and was like, "Are you stupid?" And I'm like, "How is no one being like like dude. Colonel Rhodes? What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you, dude? <laughs> like lay off of it. You're so like, desperate to get the president to launch so a nuke. Yeah. I mean, Rhodey's Rhodey's cool, but like." I mean, I get why the president, like, fucking hates scrolls at the end. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, we'll, we'll get there. Trust issues. Um, I also just had a note. I was like, I've said it before, but uh, part of the reason I'm so sad that they killed Talos, which, like, I get it. Like, what you said, it kind of makes sense for the story of the show. But I'm like, he was the most compelling I character. Know. Ben Mendelsohn's Ben Mendelsohn's so a good. great actor. I've, I loved him. Like, I remember watching Captain Marvel, and it was, like, so unexpected like, what he brought to the character. Yeah. It was what no one thought the scrolls were going to be like. And he's got, like, that voice with, like, the kind of lisp on it. I'm like, damn it. Like, no scroll is going to be as interesting as Talos. I think for this story, it made sense that he had to die. But if they're doing scrolls, like, elsewhere in the MCU, it's a huge loss. Right. Like, if they ever want to revisit this plot and we're going to, like, rely on, like, Gaia to be, like, the figurehead of the scrolls, well, she's Well, I like the other actress. The Nick Fury's friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her too. But we will still, like, really feel the loss of Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, I feel like she's going to be more representing, like, the Talos side, and is going to be more of the extremist mm-hmm. going forward, which is good. I also thought the scene where um, fake Rhodey is, like, sounds like a distillery was very funny because he <laughs> drinks all that whiskey. <laughs> that was such, like, a goofy thing, but I, I, thought, I thought it was funny. I was like, how long ago is that? <laughs> It's like five minutes beforehand. He's just chugging. Um, also, you're not going to get this reference, but for any any of Try the uh, old school Call of Duty players out there, um, this whole plot of a false flag military operation taking place in Russia, framing an American operative in order to start a nuclear war, it's literally the plot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I feel like That's, we've seen this before. It's exactly what they do. It's a little different in that, but it's also... Actually, the plane was better in Modern Warfare 2. That was very sneaky what they did there. They had this guy join like a Russian separatist extremist group, participate in a mass shooting terrorist attack, and then they find they like reveal that they knew that this guy was an American spy and they kill him and leave him on the scene. And then all the Russians are like, This guy committed this crime and now we're gonna go to war. And it works. At least, you know, you stop it eventually. Classic. But. I, I think that's like a fun, the false flag thing is always like a fun narrative because it's like, they got to be sneaky. Um, episode five. Episode five. Start losing faith in Gravik as a villain when he says, you're nameless and faceless. I just feel like we're losing the messaging here. Like his whole point originally was that like they deserve that to have not, their faces. You're not nameless. You're not faceless. You are a person. You are a scroll. And you are not going to live the rest of your life impersonating humans. And now he's like, actually, that's all you are going to do. You don't matter. Yeah, like you're just going to be I, like. Our cause doesn't matter. Yeah, you're a faceless soldier. And now I'm just like fighting for the sake of 
to Killing win. Nick Fury, I, don't, I guess. Yeah, like his anger and revenge got the best of him, which could be interesting, but that's like not what they were saying. Right. They Yeah, they changed um, direction. I mean, I guess that's what they were showing, but... I think for me, like the... And I, I do think a lot of it was like my me personally being like, I can't believe they just killed off Ben Mendelsohn. But like the last two episodes were like, it took like a bit of a dip in episode five. And then like, I just didn't, I like enjoyed like parts of episode six. I was like uh, the fight in a vacuum. I was like, oh, this is fun. But for the show, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Cause I do have a couple notes on episode five first. And he's like straight up turning into Jim Jones. He's like, if they get us, we're, we're sacrificing we're ourselves. To, yeah, we're all going like, to kill ourselves. Like, that's what it's going to be. And I'm like... And did he kill what? all of them? Like, everyone at the base? Like He killed a lot of Nick them. Nick Fury's there, and it's, like, empty. Well, Nick Fury. Well, I think he killed his militia. Yeah, I don't right? think he killed all of the scrolls. That coup attempt did not go very well for them. Right. So. Um, also, like... So, at the end of episode four, Talos gets killed. And before that, we had already seen, like members of the secret service or whoever like see Talos like in scroll form and they're like kill him and Nick Fury's like no 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 like he's with us and I'm like is this we're like seeing this like on the news and I'm like is this the first time that anyone that's like not in the know is like seeing the scrolls right yes but like it's not their first time seeing an alien right but like this like the shape-shifting thing they're like yes what that is brand new information but I feel like this world is like yeah, and that's not... I'm not so shocked. Right. And that, that leads into, like, one of my other overall notes, but this is kind of, like, a good point for me to say it, was that I... This was, like, a Reddit comment that I saw. This was not an original thought of mine. Um, in another world where maybe we start the plot of this show slightly later and change things as needed, having um, this scene... Or the scene at the end of episode four leading into this, where the convoys attacked, President Ritson's attacked. Very Iron maybe, Man. Maybe not kill Talos, but start the whole show with that. Like, we are here, the scrolls are, like, making themselves very known, and it, it begins with Ritson being like, okay, it's fucking on, and, like, basically declaring genocide on, like, aliens. And then the whole, like, everything that happens after that, which we only see very briefly in the show, that's, like... It's chaos, and it's like, who's who? We need to, like, find out who's a scroll, who's not, and get them to safety. Um, someone, this person even suggested that uh, they have John Walker being sent out to, like, fight scrolls, but, like, they that don't know who's who. would have been a good who. use for him. I really wanted Val to show up in this. I think that kind of, that plot, like, contradicts the other thing that you're saying that you want, which is, like, more of a spy drama, because, like... I mean, yes, you could obviously still have some spy stuff, but, like, their whole thing is that they're trying to live in the shadows, and mm-hmm. especially in the first couple of episodes. Like, they are intentionally not trying to make waves. You're right. It would be different. I guess I'm, like, for the for the show that we got, I wish it had been more spy stuff, but I also think that it would have been, like, a really compelling story, but you're right. It would have been, like, a lot... They would have been, like, loud. So, yeah, you're right. Not as much spy stuff could have happened. They brought him back. I think that's the guy from uh, Oh yeah. Black Widow. I said they brought back the random dude from Black Widow. Um, and also like they said something about like how the helicarrier got like mothballed. I'm like, why would you get rid of the helicarrier? It's not I, gotten rid of. It's, it's in, in a, it's in a warehouse. It's iconic. They need to yeah. bring it back. We haven't seen a helicarrier in like 
It's been a long time. Age of Ultron was the last time we saw that. Damn. Um, And my last note on episode five was just like loving the duo of Olivia and Nick right now. Yeah. They're they're great. great. I I love that. Great team. They're both so ruthless. It's like great. Yeah. So sick. Uh, I was like, we could we can always use more like cold blooded Olivia Coleman. And I love a buddy cop. Yes. Now they could play chess. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe. Um, Even then, I'm not sure. Also, like this marked like one of the scenes where I agreed with fake Rhodey about like where he's accusing Fury of being like arrogant, and I'm like, obviously he's pr- arrogant. Pr- we could have used like an Avenger or two. Like they right. could they could have helped out. Like I, there's some they got nothing going on right now, right? I mean, I do agree that like getting them involved gets them being impersonated, and like it's it would be bad. Yes, I agree. But also, like part of it's that's like, the other thing is like you can't take the scrolls out of the can. Like it's a can of worms, right? That now we have to deal with. Yeah. Which I don't love. I don't love watching a movie that's, like, not about that and being like, oh, it was a scroll all along. Gotcha. Right. Like, I don't want to be got. (laughs) I'm not here to be gotcha. Well, it just, like, it's, like, so this movie doesn't mean anything. Well, that's, like, something that I keep seeing, which is, like, they never say. back to our episode on Spider-Man Far From Home. Jesus Christ, please. (laughs) Um, If you got a couple, if you got two and a half hours free. And a lot of built-up anger. The, the like, mass reaction to, like, Rhodey being a scroll and them refusing to say how long he's but been a been scroll. it's been a long time. But, like, has it? Because That's the, what they the director's like, I'm not going to say. And I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> they just told you to put Rhodey in here. But then everyone's like, he's in a hospital gown. Has he been like this since Civil War when he was, like, in a hospital? I didn't know he was in a I'm hospital like, no. gown. Because He's when in, people notice he was like bleeding red in Endgame, and it's like, well, that would have been disappointing if it was a scroll watching Tony Stark die. He was in um, one of the shows, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think it happened think after his appearance there. For real, yeah. And then it was just kind of like, because it, it doesn't really matter. But I, this what you're saying, like the whole people being really concerned about it retroactively cheapening these character moments. That was, like, apparently a big deal when the comics came out because yeah. they were replacing, like, a lot of people. Of course. Like, there was, like... It's lazy writing. I think I saw it, like, started with, like, a member of the Illuminati. Or the Illuminati it was, like, they, like, found, like, a dead scroll, and then it turns out that, like, Black Bolt was also a scroll, and then they killed him, and then the rest of the Illuminati just, like... They're like, oh, we can't we can't trust each other now, so they just, like, depart, and then it's like that. And, yeah, like you just said, can of worms, and there's you raise so many questions that you are expected to then answer at some point. And it's right. just... It's like the time travel stuff. It's like the snap stuff. I mean, they did end up dealing with that, I think, in the... Well, in a good enough way, like a satisfactory way, mm-hmm. the snap stuff and coming back and like kind of the mechanics of that. Um, this, I don't, I just don't know how it's going to play out. It's kind of why I'm okay with it being such a self-contained story though. Yeah. I don't want it to have this like huge impact. I think the stuff at the end, which we're getting to episode six now, like them like vigilantes, like going off and killing like 
they wrote that in a way that it's like this could have just been like the immediate aftermath and then it kind of fizzles out which i'm like that would be fine if they end up doing stuff with it like obviously it'll be fine but like that to me that was the best way to handle the scrolls thing i guess it's just weird to me that like if they knew they're going to run into this problem why do this as a show in the first place like why take well because they've already introduced scrolls i know but it's also like a big it's a big character thing i mean it's a big plot thing yeah, but it's just, like, it's weird to me that they, like, acknowledge, like, how big of a deal it is, like, for the Marvel Universe. But, like, beca- one, like, they're, they're not going to, like, it's not going to be, like, a big thing because they're moving in such a different direction with the plot. Like, how is, yeah. there's no congruency between this and, like, Kang the Conqueror. And now that Marvel. And maybe the, Doctor Doom, question mark. Yeah. And now that, like, Marvel's released the show and it's, like, the lowest rated Marvel show ever, they're going to be, like, well, we're not going to go back to this because people don't want to see it again. I think they're like creating like wells that they can come back to at any time. They are, but they're they're giving themselves degrees. options. Yeah, we'll see. It's messy, but I will say that. Yeah, what do you the, got on episode the last, six? Well, the last thing in episode five that oh. I really did enjoy was uh, Fury having a bunch of fake tombstones oh, yeah. that contain like all of his like secret that stashes really and stuff. Funny. I was like, this is so, like, I love this shit. Like, of course he has that. He's got fake tombstones everywhere. Because they're, like, in, I forget where they are. Sweden, and, I yeah, think. Yeah, and I was like, wait, I didn't think that's where his gravestone was in uh, Winter Soldier. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> he's just got tombstones everywhere. That's very Nick And, Harry. like, the whole, like, supplies in the... In the mausoleum. Yeah, very, like, James Bond. Yeah, love Mission that. Impossible. Yeah, I did like that. And then he just, like, puts on the exact same outfit again. Like, a fresh outfit. He's got the eye patch. Because he was not wearing the eye patch for a lot of the show. I know. I thought that was interesting. And, like, the jacket. And the beanie. He's, he was really into his beanie. I think that's show. a classic Nick Fury thing. I, I think you're right. Um, I literally didn't take a single note for episode six. I think I was just watching. So you're in charge. Okay. My thoughts on episode six were, I mean, most of this episode is just like, we, we've set up that Nick Fury is like, I'm going to go handle things with, with Gravik. That's where we leave off. Um, so we're led to believe that Fury is going to a nuclear site, a nuclear site and Which I like forgot that that taking was a, a bunch of iodine. I'm like, don't think that's going to work. Uh, <laughs> Fury's going to have a lethal dose of radiation in about bad. two minutes. Right. And it's not even him. Well, I, that was a great reveal. It was. I was, sh- I was surprised. Yes. So, but I had, I had a lot of questions. One being, we already said... Like Amelia Clark, fantastic actor. Yes. Gaia, I mean, fantastic yeah, actor. Gaia's a great actor. <laughs> um, one, we already have said having this Harvest plot device was probably a mistake. How did this happen? How did he get all of it? Two... He does explain it. Why is all of the DNA in one vial? Three, why are some of these superpowers in the DNA? Some of this doesn't really make sense to me. Like, like, uh, like ghost. She had ghost's powers. That's why she was like phasing. And I'm like, I don't, that doesn't feel like a. I think what they're implying is that once you get powers, it is in your blood. I guess so. That it wasn't always, but like now it it's like fused with you. Like the same way that um, Captain America wasn't born with that. But now it's like, it is literally a part of her. Okay. It's like in fair. her blood. That's fair. And they do say that he's been collecting them from, like, different battles. And, like, after Endgame, they got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, the selection of characters is so bizarre that they have the DNA from. I thought it was really funny. I and Gravik was just really drawn to the Groot arm. Yeah. He, he used that a lot in the show. 
I felt like the single vial was supposed to be like a new technology type of thing. Mm -hmm. And that like it was just some fancy tech. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than having like a set of vials. I have 18 (laughs) different vials of DNA in here. And to keep it ambiguous about whose powers they were going to use. Yes. Obviously, Captain Marvel was going to be one of them. Yeah. The main one. Of course. Because they didn't have her in the show. <laughs> we didn't even get a post-credit scene. I mean, come on. There were no post-credit scenes in this entire series, by the way. This is the first Marvel thing to like not have any post-credits. Especially because Sam, uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Brie Larson are like best buds. They did that unicorn thing together. Yeah. And I'm like, they. she probably would have loved to come back I for know, it. I know, kind of wild. I mean, she's but... like really busy. She's, like, super busy. I mean, yes. But also, like, if we ended, like, Captain... Or we ended Miss Marvel with that cameo, like, why would we right. not continue Especially that? Especially with the Marvels coming out. Like, this would have been a good, like, hey, stay tuned, you know? Yeah, like, that's... Coming that's, up next. That's, like, what is going on? Like, that's that's coming out in, like, two months like and we're not... built-in promo here. Yeah, they fucked that up. I don't yeah. know what happened there. Um, my My main takeaway from this was, like... I, I thought that the plot was so... It was such a betrayal of what they said this show would be by having this, like, big, like, fight. Uh, which, the fight was fun. Sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Coming back to that. Right. Like, Super Scroll looked really cool. The effects yeah. the effects were great. I, but the whole Amelia time Clark I was, in particular looked really badass. Yeah. I'm excited about her. But, the, I mean, the whole time I was like, why are we doing this? And the one... I, I can't get it out of my head now. Somebody was like, this is literally what She-Hulk was making fun of. Yeah. Down to a T. Yep. They have the villain taking the superhero DNA to get powers out of nowhere. They have a big CGI fight involving like all these characters coming together out of nowhere. Come on, K-E-V-I-N. What are you doing? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, (laughs) they wrote that. And Kevin's sitting there watching She-Hulk like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, we already shot it. (laughs) We can't come back. I don't think he is being that reflective, honestly. Like, he's losing his touch. He he definitely is. And this is, like... They need to pull in a new visionary. They do. Someone who plays chess. Might be onto something. I saw, like, a, a post that was, like, like, for all of my ranting, there were parts of this show that, like, were good. I think the first three episodes were pretty solid. But as a whole, this is, like, the first Marvel thing that I've seen in a long time where pretty much everyone is in agreement that, like, that wasn't great. Like, you got a lot of people that were, like, shitting on, like, She-Hulk for obvious reasons. People didn't like Doctor Strange. People didn't like Doctor Strange. But, like, those movies still, like, I would say, like, you know, but in like mixed. Thor. Yeah. I liked But there were like staunch defenders and like people that were like, yeah, like when we saw Thor, I was like, yeah, okay. That was very fun. Yeah. But like for this, like I'm not seeing a lot of people that are like, I know a lot of people are talking shit on Secret Invasion, but I loved it. Everyone's kind of like, hmm. Like, something. or like if you liked it, like me, I, just like I just don't feel that strongly about it. I'm not like, oh, I'm not going to go to bat for it. Yeah, but I didn't just, like dislike it. Yeah. It's either. just, just kind of like blah. Yeah. So, like, despite having, like, this big climactic battle, I'm just kind of like, well, it just... And so we, we do all this, and then that's, that's like, the main the main plot. And then we have, like, this bit about, like, um, Rhodes, like, trying to convince the president to, like, initiate war and eventually... Right, being the is, most... Is finally sus. found out. Yeah, he's just, like, being the worst the whole time. 
But we do get, I don't have a note, but there's like the really great moment where like Olivia Coleman is there, you know, handling business and she's the one that finally like takes him out. Um, Loved that. And he, well, and I guess that Fury, she was so Fury's shocked. the one that actually shoots him, I guess. Yeah. I thought it was the president that ended up doing it. The president's like right there and he's like, I need a gun, give me a gun. But he's, I don't think he's the one that yeah. does it because he's still like in his hospital bed being carted around. That was very funny. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to, like, loop back to what I said before, which was the the main grievance that I have about, like, the whole show that, like, really soured me on it, even though, like, talking about this week reminded me of how much I, I did enjoy the earlier episodes. Um, they picked such a bizarre place to end it. I just, like, I, I get what you're saying about, like, where they Leave left it. Leave them more, you know? But, like... It's so weird. Like, we get, like, a what should have been, like, to me, like, a pivotal moment, at least in the middle of the series, if not earlier, about Ritson declaring all non-humans enemy combatants, which includes the scrolls, not to mention all of the Asgardians and other aliens that are currently living in Norway, minding their own business, um, who are now, like, have targets painted on their backs, but they're probably just going to be like, JK, he was just talking about scrolls. And doing that montage of the uh, anti-scroll vigilantes, including killing a politician who wasn't a scroll, like that's that's a crazy moment. I would have loved to see that like explored. Um, but why? Because it's like it's so fascinating, and because they unveil that like there is like a renewed hatred against scrolls, and this is the moment where Nick Fury is like, "Well, my job here is done." I'm like. Well, it's not done. He's literally trying to do what he said he was going to do. I know, but it's like, it's just so weird. Just, I get it, but like the way that they did it and the way that they presented it was you go from seeing people actively hunting scrolls and being like, we fucking hate scrolls. Like, things are like at a new degree now. Graphic is dead. Talos is dead. The world is just in complete disarray. And then just, I get it, but like the way that... They had it with Nick Fury and his wife just being like, all right, well, it's time to go. <laughs> We're going back to space. I'm like, but like all the scrolls here are getting fucking decimated. And if it takes you as long to do these peace talks as to trying to find a new planet, um, they're in trouble. Not to mention like, like when are we going to see Gaia again? We have Gaia. She's now the most powerful person. Which... Gaia has every superhero's powers. Exactly. We're never going to see Gaia. We're That's not, not true. We are. Like, they have Amelia Clark. It's going to be a while. Well, it's, sure, yeah. She'll probably show up in <laughs> Avengers, whenever that happens. She's probably going to go fight Carol. Yeah. I just, like, it... It. I, I understand that they're, like, closing the loop on Nick Fury's story, but it... It didn't feel like a resolution to the to the whole story that was being presented in the show, and it doesn't feel like the story is going to be um, satisfyingly picked up or carried on by the Marvels either, because they have their own stuff to figure out. And I'm just kind of like, it, it just felt like the the conflict was almost in a in a way made worse. Like Nick Fury came in and just like the whole thing just like was inflamed and it's like, yeah, graphic is dead, but now Ritson's on the fucking hunt and 
are we going to revisit this? Like, is this going to like come back in like the next Captain America movie? Because that seems like it's going to be like all Hulk stuff. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. We have that Thunderbolts movie, but that's not going to come out for like three years, probably longer now. It's just, it was, it's wild. I just have like a lot of questions. I would genuinely just love to be like, was, was there like originally another plan? Was Captain Marvel 2 going to be much more directly dealing with like secret invasion? Like maybe like primarily taking place you on mean Earth? the Marvels? Yeah, yeah. Like before it was even called the Marvels. Like was this always going to be the plan? I don't know. It doesn't, yeah, it honestly doesn't make a lot of sense that they're doing these so close to each other and they're not really, it doesn't seem like they're going to be connected at all. Right. Like unless they are really hiding something about the story of the Marvels, like that they haven't included in the trailers, but it doesn't feel like it. Like maybe that is about like the villain of the Marvels is the one that's like preventing the peace talks with the Kree. And, like, that's a thing. Because, like, she is somewhere, right? That, like, Carol. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. And it's, I think, intentionally, like, ambiguous. It is. In the trailer, which is good. Yeah, so, like, maybe it is. But, like, at at this point, like, where we're at um, with, you know, the the big team-up movies are being perpetually pushed off into the distance. And it's, like, now there's an opportunity for some direct connection between projects and it just seems like they didn't even like try like we already talked about not having the post credit scene it's just like what what happened um and i do think it's kev dog he's it's slipping um and you know now bob Iger, who we Is all he hate. gonna have anything to do with marvel he, he was like we're scaling back the number of marvel projects because quality is slipping like he said well. that Honestly, yeah. He is right. (laughs) But I'm like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. So yeah, my like, my like, if I had to score this, I'm giving this like a four out of 10. Had some good stuff, but it it left like no impression. And I I guess like I probably bought in too much of the hype based on like what they said their inspirations were. Because like, let's be honest, no Marvel show was going to ever be as good as like the Americans was. But like... They didn't even, like, scratch the surface of, like, the greatness of what they claimed their inspirations were. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, now is the time. Like, fucking dive into your your influences. Don't, don't back down now. You know, hopefully there's some, some lessons learned. Well. We... <laughs> things are not looking good coming out strong what for the mcu yeah yeah they're they're in trouble um look i i hope the marvels is good but if the marvels is not good (laughs) i think there's gonna be like some serious like restructuring happening over there yeah because guardians of the galaxy 3 is the only like great thing that marvel has done for the past like two years and guess what he's not coming back to do anymore (laughs) he is busy (laughs) He's doing uh, the forever. competition, although Blue Beetle's not looking so good either. Yeah. Um, People don't want superhero movies right now. I think Barbie has proven that. Oppenheimer's yeah. obviously proven that. Yeah, people want, like, big movies, big good movies, but, yeah, like, not... Or they just want, like, original content. Right. Yeah. No more sequels. No more superheroes. At least for right now, like, let's just... Yeah, I think we should scale back. Yeah, just cool it. Get the people wanting it again. Like, I just think... 
by the it's it's wild to me that like at this point if it's if the, if the storyline even stays the same because who knows what's going on with Jonathan Majors he's in Loki season two who knows his court date is being pushed back as well like it just keeps going but at this rate like Avengers the Kang Dynasty that was originally announced for 2025 that's not going to happen like we are talking 2026 at the earliest. And that's like a seven year gap between Avengers movies, which was like <laughs> Avengers like was the big event. And I'm like, what are we doing? I feel like the, the next Avengers movie should have been coming out like this year. I mean, like with they could have already included like Shang-Chi and all these other characters in a team up by now. But I think they didn't want to do the same formula again. And it's not working, but I think they were trying to be like, we're not going to do the same thing that we did that we knew worked. They gave it a shot, but (laughs) maybe they shouldn't have. Um, We'll be able to look back on it in a couple of years, I guess, and, you know, see what people's thoughts are. But at this point, who can say? Um, We'll see if they can recover. But uh, genuinely, I know I've been ranting a lot. I hope that if you're listening, being like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I hope you enjoyed it. Um, cause I do think there are people out there that liked it. I hope you had a good time watching it. Um, if you did, if you didn't, uh, drop us a line, let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, we are out, out of, of the, the superverse. superverse.